For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Robson with another readout video from our Wednesday wake-up email newsletter to which you should subscribe as well, of course, as making a monthly pledge to sustain our work. And this newsletter, it's all climate, all the time, which might not seem surprising given our focus. But what is surprising is that for a great many people, including Canada's ethically challenged Prime Minister, it doesn't matter what the occasion, including pseudo-events like World Health Day, and admit it, you didn't celebrate, and don't know what it was, where he prated, quote, the overlapping crises of conflict, climate, food and nutrition insecurity, and the continued impact of COVID-19 are making it even harder for people to get the health services they need, end quote. Never mind that around the world, life expectancy is soaring, and malnutrition, extreme poverty, and deaths from natural disasters are plummeting. Facts be hanged. Every topic is now climate change, and it's all bad. Especially since Catherine Hayhoe wrote a few years back, in a piece called, I was an ex-unfunded climate scientist, that while cashing that oil company's evil checks, quote, fresh out of Canada, I was unaware that there were people who didn't accept climate science. So unaware, in fact, that it was nearly half a year before I realized I'd married one, end quote. One shudders to imagine their dinner table conversation. One wonders what they'd been talking about to that point, but not what every other dinner conversation turned out to be about afterward. Likewise, even while trying to tempt its readers with an expensive guide to wine, The Economist says, first published in 1971, this has been the wine world's Bible ever since. That world has changed. Drinkers' tastes and winemakers' techniques have evolved. Winemaking regions are under threat from climate change, end quote. It's not clear what under threat even means, whether it's going to get wetter, drier, warmer, cooler, windier, calmer, or all of them at once. But it does mean it hasn't happened yet, and it's terrible. Oh, and in a piece on exams at universities, that same publication opined that, quote, just as smashing thermometers does not prevent climate change, so abandoning the measurement of educational inequality will not magic it away, end quote. But it doesn't mention that placing thermometers at airports doesn't cause climate change either. And in ordering Canadian museums to be more woke than a can of Bud Light, quote, Museums are too colonial and must educate Canadians on climate change, equity, diversity, and inclusion, says the Department of Canadian Heritage report, end quote. Won't that boost attendance? The people who talk this way take for granted that they're all brave, outside-the-box thinkers. And we want to emphasize here, again, it's not a hoax. With them, it really is all climate, all the time, in keeping with Churchill's jibe that, quote, a fanatic is one who can't change his mind and won't change the subject, end quote. So, for relief, or maybe not, we finally got the figure for that Volkswagen battery plant in St. Thomas, Ontario, and it's a nosebleed-inducing $13 billion. Or possibly more, since it's in Canada, mere citizens can't see the details. But we also discovered, the same day, that the Canadian government is flubbing the straightforward task of planting 2 billion trees in a country that already has 300 billion of them, and, according to the Environment Commissioner, it's flubbing every other climate-related job as well. So how can we believe that the Prime Minister knows exactly what he's talking about when he claims the factory will create, quote, up to 3,000 direct jobs and up to 30,000 indirect jobs, end quote? Nobody we know even has an indirect job, although maybe there are a lot of them in government, say, as consultants. But if Trudeau really has created 3,000 jobs for just $13 billion, it's a bargain basement, $4.3 million each? Whoa, no wonder Canada has a huge national debt. 
Now, in lambasting the government's inability even to guess which of its regulations are doing what, the Environment Commissioner noted acidly that, quote, we say this in the context of 30 years of them missing every target, end quote. Yet we're meant to believe that people who can't plant trees in a forest or hit one single greenhouse gas emissions target could guide the transition of an entire economy so precisely that the largest industrial subsidy in Canadian history can be guaranteed to bring real value for money. On a more positive note, we bring you the University of Chicago Energy Policy Institute's poll finding that, quote, a majority of Americans believe climate change is real and the pace is increasing, but fewer believe it is mostly or entirely caused by humans, end quote. And a massive international poll by Ipsos for the French electricity giant EDF finds that this kind of skepticism is going global. Quote, although at the top of the list of environmental priorities, climate change is not generating a higher level of concern and human responsibility for it is acknowledged less and less, end quote. Alarmists keep saying the debate is over, but we say it's just getting going. And now, a word from our sponsor. And that's you. Because at the Climate Discussion Nexus, we're dependent upon support from our viewers and our readers. Please go to our donate page, make a one-time pledge, or if you can, a monthly one. I'm not talking a lot of money, though. If you've got it, we'll take it. $2 a month, $3, $5. That's the sustaining funding that we need to produce these videos on our newsletter. And now, back to me. And we can't help but be touched that in an effort to end the debate again, USA Today and AFP have both done a second fact check on our sea level check videos, again saying our facts are true, but bad. We responded that they should try checking Al Gore's Davos rant where the facts are not true, or those experts who guessed before a US congressional panel that the atmosphere is between 5 and 8% CO2. But no, those folks get a free pass. In this week's newsletter, we also delve into the strange bedfellows file to ask why Canada's David Suzuki Foundation tweeted, quote, We stand with federal government workers on strike, demanding fair wages and improved working conditions. The just transition we're advocating for means healthy and fair work conditions for all, end quote. Seems that just saving Earth isn't enough for these superheroes of woke. And not to be outdone, NBC chips in, quote, As Aid and Earth Day coincide, young Muslims are driving the modern climate movement, end quote including the ones staffing all those Middle Eastern oil rigs, presumably. Also, G0, published by Jerry Butt's outfit Eurasia Group, flubs basic climate math, saying, quote, roughly $5 trillion is needed to help the planet transition to clean energy by the end of the decade, end quote. $5 trillion? When it took $10 trillion just to get to 3% of the world's energy being wind and solar over two decades? These people really can't count. Now, in case you do meet any of them, courtesy of Tony Heller, we want to pass along a very good way not to start a conversation. It's safe to open with the remark that Arctic ice has been in decline since satellite observations started in 1979. But you'll have them shifting nervously away if you note that 2022 is tied for 10th lowest on record, and the record only contains 45 years, meaning it only made the bottom quarter barely despite supposed relentless shrinking of ice. And you'll quickly be all alone at the bar if you point out that the IPCC put out a report back in 1990 that not only included the medieval warm period and made it warmer than most of the 20th century, but also showed that northern hemisphere sea ice had been much lower in the early 1970s than surged to a peak in. What's this? 1979? Year of cherry picking? It did then decline, but as of 1990, it was nowhere near as low as in 1974. 
And if you then mention that Southern Hemisphere sea ice declined from the early 70s to a low in 1980 and then rebounded, security will escort you from the premises, allowing you to escape their tedious monomania. Now, regular viewers and readers know that here at the Climate Discussion Nexus, we think zealotry and error are the driving forces behind disasters in human affairs, not conspiracies. We try to keep people from becoming paranoid about the WEF, COVID, and some vast plot to kill off humanity so as to enslave the skeletal remains. But they don't make it easy. Instead, in an amazing piece of drivel, a report by Canada's Public Health, Climate and Raging Communism Agency announces, quote, fundamental changes in our socioeconomic structures are needed to rebuild our relationships with each other and with our planet, end quote. And you know just what kind. Quote, these core drivers of climate change, extraction, capitalism and colonialism, were also described as the root of polarization and fragmentation witnessed recently in public health, end quote. Right. It's not central planning, casual shoving of key rights, or public sector arrogance, climate ate my healthcare, and capitalism ate my climate. But as usual, they don't have a plan, they just have a plan to have a plan. Quote, it's really about the foundations of our society, the capitalist system, the culture of extraction, and we need to change that. How do we do that? End quote. How indeed. Not, we dare say, with staging and costumes so unpromising you wouldn't give them candy on Halloween. And speaking of having a clue, how people know things, or why they think they know them, deserves careful attention, and not just by philosophers who tumble into wells while gazing at the stars, thinking, how do I know I have legs? As Laurie Goldstein said of the Canadian Environment Commissioner's latest scathing report, quote, among his findings, the feds don't know the extent to which their greenhouse gas regulations are actually reducing emissions, because they only calculate total emissions based on computer modeling, end quote. Oh, Really? All those numbers that get thrown around and thrown at the government when it misses its targets yet again are not based on real-world measurements at all? It doesn't matter to our environment minister who blathered, we won't stop fighting climate change while we figure out reporting methodologies. We are moving full steam ahead with an ambitious climate plan, end quote. Just no actual facts. And the weird thing is, I wrote a column about this in the Ottawa Citizen so long ago that you can't find it online. It was back on September 4, 2002, and it said the Canadian government couldn't meet its Kyoto commitments, or even really try, because it had, ready for it, no idea where the emissions were coming from or in what amounts. For the year 1990, I wrote, quote, This newspaper alone has given figures of 682, 726, 694, and 705 megatons in stories over the past three years, end quote. And in the can it really be 21 years since I wrote that? They still haven't figured out that they know nothing? Maybe a little humility would do them good. And speaking of knowing things, this week in Cool Climate Data, we're continuing our dive into the large collection of up-to-date climate data hosted by Professor Ole Humlum at climateforyou.com. Last week, we explained his preference for the UAH satellite data set, a judgment recently confirmed by NOAA scientists. But Hamlam also looks at datasets based on thermometer measurements on land and sea, and of those he thinks the best are the HADCRUT record. That's an ugly semi-acronym for the Hadley Center, University of East Anglia Climate Research Unit Temperature Measure. Even the HADCRUT ocean record suffers much monkeying around and adjustments. They're just not as bad as the kludges applied to other datasets, and in modern climate science, that's what passes for praise. Still, Humlum does what he calls maturity diagrams, in which he compares the current version of the data to what the same team published in 2008 to see whether they've been fiddling around to make things warmer, which is red, or cooler, which is blue. 
And suspiciously, there's a lot of blue before 1980, especially after 1895, meaning they're making cooling adjustments for earlier times, which helps tip the trend up. But there is also a lot of red, whereas from 1980 onward, it's all warming. They even seem to have tried to smush out the falling temperatures from 1940 to 1975 that triggered a cooling scare despite rising CO2. Now, here's the same maturity chart, but this time for NASA, not Hadquet, and it indicates a much bigger hot red thumb on the scale. Apparently, the IPCC and the climate science crowd see nothing wrong with all these data fiddles. Though, if you asked a group of competent statisticians to create the adjustment chart you'd expect if someone were manufacturing a warming trend, you'd pretty much get NASA's. And speaking of adjustments, last week we reported on a new paper from NOAA scientists radically cutting their own estimate of atmospheric warming. But in that paper, they did claim there was an apparent acceleration in warming very recently. Maybe they had to insert that to get the paper published. But in a post at Judith Curry's Climate Etc. blog, economist Ross McKittrick points out two problems. First, whenever the data show an apparent slowdown or even halt in warming, alarmists insist that you can't cherry-pick one little segment like they just did. Second, the NOAA authors didn't do a formal analysis of the numbers, they just eyeballed their claim of acceleration whereas McKittrick crunched the numbers and he found no evidence of statistically significant acceleration. Finally, from the CO2Science.org archive, we bring you a researcher's look at dust debris from the RLC while, quote, attempting to trace the variations in atmospheric dynamics in Central Asia during the past 2,000 years, end quote, in which they found a dramatic transition from the medieval warm period that alarmists say didn't happen to the Little Ice Age that they say didn't matter. For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Robson, and my conversation may be tedious, but at least I bore across a range of topics.